So I was super excited about this topic. And, um, you know, I wrote the article. And a lot of times I, I cross um, my platforms, meaning like I'll do something on YouTube or I'll do a podcast and I'll change it into a blog or a video and the like. And what I realized is even though I was super excited about this topic and very, very passionate about it, I realized something very, very basic that sometimes when it's a visual medium, it doesn't really work that well with um, with the podcast. So with that said, what you're supposed to see, and this podcast is going to mean absolutely nothing to you unless you either remembered the photo of the podcast, you know, for this episode, or you pause it now and you go back and you look at the photo. Otherwise, you might as well not listen to this um, because it's not going to mean anything. So let me let me share with you what you're seeing. Um, so now that you've paused it, you can pause it now. Okay, I'm assuming you you came back. You didn't lose your place. And if you did, I'm sorry. I'm happy you got back to where you were. And so the photo, as you saw, was a photo of four people. There's three men and one female. And basically that photo, it says, um, you won't guess who they are. So just some random people, if you don't know who they are, it just looks like some random people there. You have um, an American male. Then I think the next photo is uh, American. I'm not sure of her nationality, but I think it's American. American female. The third person is an Indian male. And the last person is an Israeli man. So um, with that said, who they are. So I'm going to start from the left. So if you saw that photo, um, the guy on the left, you know, a lot of times we see people and we have no clue who they are. But a lot of times what we do in our daily lives are going to be affected tremendously by the people we had no idea about. Probably like the internet and some of these other things, um, probably Wi-Fi and I mean, there are countless other things, streaming videos and stuff like that. So anyways, the first person and all of the people that are on this panel, I guess this photo that you see are people that for the most part, many people's lives, uh, a huge percentage of people, their daily lives are affected by them. So the first person, the first person's name is Greg Hart. Greg Hart, um, when you mentioned Greg Hart, for those that know who he is, um, let's let's go back a step. You don't even need to know who he is, but I'm sure almost, you know, I don't know, I'm not gonna say almost all of you, but a very, very high percentage of you probably use something called an Alexa, an Amazon Echo. And you're probably every day, like for me, one of the first things I do in the morning, sorry about that noise in case you heard it. Some guy was trying to get really close to me and I don't drive that fast always. I guess in this case I should have. But anyways, back to what I was saying, back to what I was saying, don't get off track. But um, one of the first things I do in the morning is say, Alexa, what is my flash briefing? And then Alexa will tell me all the news. and. To be as, um, and I, I know I go into tangents sometimes, and I guess that's the good thing about a podcast. Sometimes you can, it doesn't mean that it, you'll always succeed, but you can go a little bit deeper than if you were doing a, 
a blog or something like that, which I did originally. So um, when in the morning, when I say, Alexa, play my flash briefing, it's going to read me all the news, um, the news media. And so to do my best, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I'm not an independent. I pick whoever I guess is works for me at the best of time. And I never talk politics. But in order to get me to think as clearly and honestly as I can, Alexa in the morning, when when she or he, depending on who you use for the voice, um, tells me the news and starts playing the news for me, I listen to Fox, I listen to CNN, I listen to MSNBC, I listen to Reuters, I listen to BBC, I listen to every single news media I can to get a global and um, domestic and local perspective on what's going on every side so I can try and be more open-minded. So anyways, back to back to Greg Hart. Greg Hart is this amazing person that was responsible for creating, he, he led a team that created the Amazon Echo. So whenever you hear Alexa, and I'm sure if you have kids, a lot of times the kids, even if they're really, really young, Alexa is one of the first things they've learned. You know, they, they may know Amazon, may know Alexa. So Greg Hart, this amazing person, was responsible for heading that up and creating the Amazon Echo. And he also did um, Prime Video. So if you watch Prime Video and see all these amazing shows, award-winning shows, or just watching just TV shows and movies, he was responsible for the Alexa and he headed up the Amazon Prime Video. So the next person on the list, if you remember the, the photo, not the list, but the photo, is a person named Kate Pearson. So there's a person named Kate Pearson on This Is Us. Um, I'm pretty sure that's her name. She's an actress. And that's not who this Kate Pearson is. So what Kate Pearson has to do is with, and let me go back a step. If you have a Tesla or know a friend who's had a Tesla or a family who's had a Tesla, I guarantee you, you have heard them talk over and over and over and over, or you've been talking over and over about how great your experience has been with Tesla. Your customer satisfaction is probably, um, you know, way, way higher than anything. Tesla typically is the, one of the highest rated brands, whether it's cars or anything, it's always one of the highest rated brands. Their stock is doing tremendously. Um, the, the founder of the company, whether you like him or you don't like him, Elon Musk is, um, you know, one of the richest men in the world, richest people in the world. Um, so it's between him and Jeff Bezos, who was before. And I forgot to tell you, um, Mr. Hart that I mentioned earlier, um, he, sorry about that noise, I'm driving. So he was also um, Jeff Bezos' right-hand man. He was there at Amazon for 23 years. So amazing person. And Bezos is usually number one or two in you know, the wealthiest people in the world. So back to Tesla, this great, awesome customer experience. So the person that was responsible for that is Kate Pearson. She was in charge of making that Tesla customer experience 
you know, like a basically a home run, you know, getting customer satisfaction scores that are out of the ballpark, you know, just doing really, really, really well. So that's Kate Pearson. The next person, the middle person, the Indian person, just like myself, um, obviously I'm not as smart as this guy, but his name is Joseph Sarosh. So a lot of you have heard of AI or artificial intelligence um, recently, or maybe for a few years. And Microsoft has always been really, really good in that field. And so Joseph Sarosh was the chief technology officer of Microsoft. So he's in charge of all of it. And he's one of AI's, you know, basically most prominent people in the world. Always this huge, huge AI visionary. So that's Joseph Sarosh. That's the next person. The last person on the list is a guy named Oriolan. And I, sometimes I think I pronounce his name incorrectly. And if I am, I apologize for that. But Ori, um, basically, what he does, he probably affects your life every single day. When you start typing on Google and it starts guessing what you're typing, that's what Ori created. He created that algorithm. He had a company that created that algorithm for the search results. And Google just had to have it. So what they did is they they bought that algorithm from him and they were able to create this Google search, which they obviously use today. Um, and it's been, it's an amazing tool. And so Ori also, he created this other tool after he sold that to Google. He created this other startup company where basically he created this, um, I guess it's an algorithm and it was a way of being able to get the correct news to the correct people. So people doing searches online that wanted to, you know, when you have Twitter and you have Google, Facebook, I mean, Facebook, um, TikTok, and all these other social media platforms, it's always one of the challenges for them is to always try and get the best information to the people that want to see it. So Ori created the startup company that he sold to Twitter. They had to have his company to help them share the, the, the correct content to the most motivated people that wanted to read that content or consume that content. So why did I, why do I have this list of all these four people, these, these rock stars, these amazing, amazing people. And the reason I did that is imagine for a second, imagine for one second, if all of these people, all these amazing people worked at one company. And so you would have this one person who's incredible, um, at creating products. Like I said, you know, with Alexa, the person that created that was in charge of creating Alexa. And so with him, he, so imagine he can create these amazing tools. Then the next person you have, it can create, um, basically they can create, um, not just an amazing tool, but they can create, they can use artificial intelligence to make that tool even better. Then the next person can, has, can create software algorithms or whatever you want to call it. I'm not smart enough to know what it's called, but that person makes that product even better so it can make the results and whatever the product is, 
specifically go out to the people that actually want to use it or want to see it. So that's another thing. And then the last person would be able to get all those other things that those three other people did and then make that customer experience top notch, best best in class. So imagine if these four people all work together. So they actually do. And so before I get into the company they work for and all of that, why would any of these people leave where they're at? Because all of them are basically superstars, the best in the business, the best at their jobs. They're definitely extremely wealthy where they don't money is definitely not going to determine whether they stay at their company. I mean if you're at Amazon, you're at um you're at, you know, you created stuff for Google and Twitter and you sold you you sold these startup companies and also you work at Tesla and um at Microsoft. You don't need to leave. You have some ama- you have an amazing job and you know you're you're getting paid. So you don't need to leave. So why would you leave if it's not for money? It's not for a title. The only other reason would be because it's like I think of Apple when I when I tell you this. So Apple basically and I love Apple and I have, you know, pretty much most of their products if not all. And so what Apple does is their way of thinking is they always create a product that either doesn't exist or is not good yet. And so like that's what the iPhone they were able to even though smartphones were out they they perfected it. And it's not I mean maybe it's not 100% perfect to everyone but they went exponentially better than what was out there. Then um you know the iPad, the iPod, just all of these things that they create. So when I look at that the people that have that that leave companies where money is no object and where they have these amazing titles and they already got all the respect and power that they have the only the reason they leave is because they feel like they can change an industry they can revolutionize something and so all four of these people they went to compass yeah you're right a real estate company why would all these people go to a real estate company and the main reason is real estate hasn't really changed that much in you know over 100 years And I mean we see a little things different here and there but um bottom line the experience isn't that great for most people and it hasn't changed that that much. So I am super 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 excited that all these people work at Compass. I mean there's also many many other people like Robert Rafkin, he's he's the CEO of the company. There's probably if I'm not mistaken like 8 or 900 software engineers at at Compass where most real estate brokers like Sotheby's or Coldwell Banker and any of these other really really big ones typically of 0 to 1 full time and Compass has you know almost 900 plus all these amazing people so the bottom line is we have some amazing people at Compass and they are going to revolutionize the industry they've done so many things already and If you ever want me to share any of them with you, please, please, please call me, DM me, and I would love to share with you what they've done so far, and I know in the future they are going to knock it out of the ballpark, which they're already doing, and it's going to be like the iPhone um 
after like the iPhone was released. Everyone, when Apple was releasing the iPhone, they were saying how it was going to revolutionize the phone industry, the mobile phone industry, and didn't really happen in the beginning. You know, it was a, a lot of hype in the beginning, but within the next few years, they really, really fulfilled that promise. And I can't wait to share all of that with you in the future. And some of the amazing, amazing st- stuff right now, which makes them like exponentially, you know, better with all these leaders than the other companies. And you know, all the other companies are great, but there's a total, total difference between Compass and other companies. And I worked for Sotheby's for three years. I worked at Coldwell Banker, and I know. Agents that work at all the companies, and、um, nothing against them, but when you hire the best leaders in not just real estate, but in all the industries, you get the best of the best in every industry. It's only natural that it's going to be exponentially better than other companies. And I say exponentially a lot with Compass because I am that excited about them. The blog that I wrote, I, I stayed up on Saturday night, quote unquote, because it was it was 2 a.m. I wrote the article from 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. I didn't finish it. I got a little tired, and then today I finished it. And then after I did it, because I'm still so excited, I finished the article. I'm like, I got to do a podcast. Sorry, this one is so long, but I'm super passionate about my job, and I'm super passionate to share whatever I can with you guys. All the best. Take care. Love you guys.